the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Six thirty-four, Bruce Hooley Show. Don't forget our friends at auiinfo.com. They will help your small business stay in business, grow, get better employees by getting better benefits, and give your employees those better benefits to make them want to stay your employees. Why would they leave when you're giving them the kind of life, health, disability, dental, vision coverage that they cannot get elsewhere? Now, maybe all those benefits are not something you want to offer, but you'd like to know if once you're spending would be considered a judicious use of the money that you're devoting toward benefits. AUIinfo.com can answer that question as well. So go to their website and type it into the chat. Tell them whatever you have on your mind. I'd like to know what kind of coverage I can get. I'd like to know if the coverage I'm getting is worth what I'm paying. What's out there for me? Can I pool my business with another business and have more buying power? Yes, is the answer through Chamber of Commerce plans and other things that AUI knows about that I don't know about, but I know they know, and now you know about them. AUIinfo.com. That's AUIinfo.com. More good news on the education front. Yes. Uh, Parents and taxpayers, thanks to House Bill 240 signed by Governor DeWine, Uh, now have the right to know what their children are being taught in sex education classes. Transparency, now required. Uh, This is called the Parents' Right to Know Act. It was uh, proposed by uh, Reggie Stoltzfus and Sarah Fowler-Arthur, the uh, Protect Ohio Children Coalition, will be out there monitoring these kinds of things. Parents are attuned and listening now more than ever before about curriculum. I think uh, wary of what is being put past them, but given to kids, and now you have every right to pick up those books, look through those books, ask your kids questions about what's going on, particularly in public schools. If you don't do that, uh, you are taking a big, big, big risk. So um, I'm pretty hot at the governor that he has not signed the Protect Women's Sports Act as an executive order. Um, pretty hot at the governor over some of his lockdowns. And I really do think it was dumb of him to line item veto the opportunity to take away penalties for businesses who violated COVID policy. Like, why do you think they violated COVID policy? First of all, it's a free country, okay? If they want to run their business a certain way and their customers are fine going to their business, then you should butt out, Mike DeWine. Now COVID is essentially over and we're back to normal. Is it that important to you to exact your pound of flesh against the suffering business community that you would line-item veto that? That smacks of petty tyranny. 
which you've been accused of by many people, and line item vetoing that does not take away their perception that you are, in fact, about marking your territory on things like the kind of penalties you levied uh, during the lockdowns and all the closures that you instituted. So I thought that was a bad move. Uh, he went, I had a chance to show himself to be uh, more forgiving and uh, be the bigger man, <laughs> which, boy, there's a joke there, but I won't make it if, in fact, I didn't already make it. Uh, the Nielsen ratings for the second quarter of the year are in. And I guess all leftists have stopped watching TV. What other conclusion am I to draw from the fact that Fox News is back on top? Aaron, what do you attribute this to? These crashing CNN and MSNBC ratings. They they love trumpeting the, well, excuse the uh, Freudian slip there, trumpeting the orange man bad narrative. And did they maintain competitiveness in the ratings because people wanted to tune in every night and hear our top story tonight, Donald Trump still orange and Donald Trump still bad. And now that he's not there with access to power, people just don't even watch Rachel Maddow and Anderson Cooper and Brian Stelter and all the rest. I think that's pretty close. Yeah, I I think that that has a lot to do with it of, you know, now that Biden's, you know, I was going to say in control, but uh, boring. And uh, then, you know, they're like, all right, let's take a break for three years. Yeah, it sure looks that way. It looks like, you know, they stuck with them for three months, maybe relished the fact that Trump was not president in February. And then in March, they got to the point where they're like, yeah, let's tune in and see what President Joe Biden's doing. And then they realized he not really doing anything. And they even like, okay, let's move on with our lives. Uh, CNN's year-on-year total day ratings increased 63% in the first quarter of 2021. But in the last three months, they have cratered. Their top show, their top show, Cuomo Primetime, finished 22nd. Their best show, 22nd in the ratings. Woohoo! We're number 22 behind 14 Fox News programs and seven from MSNBC. So, this is my read on it. The wacko leftists are still watching MSNBC. The Right-leaning conservatives are still watching Fox because that's the only alternative we ever had. Okay, So we're still watching that. But the CNN people, they were never as bought in enough to put up with Joy Reid and Rachel Maddow. But they kind of were like, yeah, I don't like Trump, so I'm going to watch you know, Cuomo and Anderson Cooper. And now they realize, you know, this is just really stupid like I fell for that and it's I'm not I'm not it's just driving me nuts to watch this so I'm not going to watch it anymore so Cuomo trails among others Tucker Carlson Hannity the five the Ingram angle special report with Fred Bear Fox News primetime 
Gutfeld. Gutfeld is on at 11 o'clock on Fox, and he's beating Cuomo, who's primetime 8 p.m. on CNN. Have you ever watched Gutfeld's show? No, not regularly. I think Gutfeld is a frustrated stand-up comedian. He's kind of a combination of a stand-up comic and a political pundit. Outnumbered. Doesn't outnumbered appear at noon? Outnumbered on Fox? That's the one with the four women and the one man. Hence the name outnumbered. Yes, it airs at noon. And it beats Chris Cuomo. Your world with Neil Cavuto, which I don't even watch. I'm in here at 4 o'clock. I turn turn the TV to mute. There's also the... What Donald Trump would say is that he's a ratings monster, and since he's not on their channel, they don't have the ratings anymore. Well, I just, like, this is a wow to me. I mean, Fox and Friends, okay, that's a morning show, I get it, but Cavuto, a 4 o'clock in the afternoon show has more ratings than Cuomo primetime? The story with Martha McCallum, that's on in the afternoon. She's, you know, she's Martha McCallum's a nice lady, but her time slot is lousy. I mean, time slot is everything in ratings, and he's got the primo time slot, 8 o'clock. Doing nothing with it. Now, speaking of someone who's not a nice lady, uh, allow me to tell you what it's like to work for vice president. Well, that's probably why she's not a nice lady, because she doesn't like being called vice president. Co-president, Cruella DeBille. I'm sorry, Kamala Harris. Uh... According to Politico, which talked to 22, wow, 22 former staff members, administration officials, and associates of the vice president. 22. First of all, am I the only one struck by the fact that there are 22 to talk to? That seems like a high number. Aaron, if you wanted to do a hit piece on me, I don't think you could find 22 people who've worked with me, and I've had a lot of jobs, and I've been at I'm older than her. I've been at it a long time. 22 people willing to rip her behind the scenes? Here's the first quote. People are thrown <laughs> By the way, raise your hand, not if you're driving, but uh, figuratively. Raise your hand if you're surprised that any of these quotes apply to Kamala. Did you see her lurking? behind the pillar at the White House the other day when Biden was talking. He was out there talking about the border, and she was, like, lurking in the background, like, uh, this, those cameras see me? Like, I don't want anybody, like, thinking I'm here. She's just waiting for him to keel over. She'll probably tackle the person who runs out there with the chest paddles to bring him back to life. Uh, people are thrown under the bus from the very top. <laughs> Again, file this under, not surprising. People are thrown under the bus from the very top. There are short fuses, and it's an abusive environment, said one person with direct knowledge of how the vice president's office is run. It's not a healthy environment, and people often feel mistreated. It's not a place where people feel supported, but a place where people are treated like excrement. Mm. Wow. These are the kinds of things that would get you in big trouble if you were a conservative running a workplace like this. Uh, One former longtime aide to Harris said that 
Nothing is happening in Harris's office as the vice president is unaware of. Well, that differentiates her from Joe. Quote, she's been in public life for 30 years. Expletive. You don't just all of a sudden go radio silent. He says she is the most perceptive person on the planet. Mm, I don't know about that. She might not have firsthand knowledge, but it's hard to imagine she doesn't have a sense of what is going on. Well, she probably isn't the most pleasant person to work with because she's sitting there in her office, as you well know. She's sitting there in her office, second fiddle to a guy who's eating oatmeal and drinking his milk in a sippy cup, who she called a racist at their presidential debate, who she probably, well, she said she believed Tara Reid. (laughs) So she's working for and has been handed a flaming pile of doggy do with her border duties by an old geezer who she thinks is a racist and a sexual abuser. That would put anybody in a bad mood. That would put anybody in a bad mood. So, but hey, you are the vice president and you can give out cookies on Air Force Two with creepily uh, to depicting your likeness. And, uh, you know, you slept your way to the top with Willie Brown and probably are going to be president here someday. And then the mask will be off. No one will think you're a moderate and uh, you'll get crushed if and when you ever do run for uh, election at the top of the ticket. So, hey, you got that going for you. So we talked a fair amount about education on this show today and other days. I wish I could tell you that uh, the University of North Carolina, a college that I always thought was uh, an elite college, had a backbone, but it does not. I will tell you why momentarily. And then I'm going to read to you from, I'm going to cite this tomorrow because uh, a lot of people come in and out of the show in the final segment. A lot of you may be eating dinner and miss this, so I'll bring it back tomorrow. Just an unbelievable reason why. I talk to you all the time about running for school board. I'm going to give you the exact reason why you need to run for school board in a moment. First, a reminder, Mike Lindell, MyPillow, great products, awesome patriot. Comfort is what it's all about when you lay down to sleep at night. You don't want to be too hot. You don't want to be itchy in your sheets. You don't want to sweat. You won't on a MyPillow mattress topper. You'll be very comfortable on their very breathable Giza Dream bed sheets. They're buy one set, get one set free right now. Um, The pillow is just phenomenal. I mean, it wouldn't be able to birth a company with, what, the last time 60, 70, 80 different products at MyPillow.com if the pillow, the first product, wasn't as great as Mike says it is. I wondered, too, I want a pillow. Come on, what kind of difference can a pillow make? Well, it's made a huge difference for me. Uh, my head is supported. I, the pillow doesn't go flat. I don't know how, but it doesn't. And you can wash it, dry it, hypoallergenic. It's awesome. So get it. At twenty nine ninety eight. super bargain. MyPillow.com, 800-856-9340, 800-856-9340. Don't forget about the newest innovation, the My Slippers. They have the same... Uh, foam as the pillow, so they'll be very comfortable on your feet. And so comfortable, you probably won't want to take them off. MyPillow.com. Use the promo code BRUCE to get the deep discounts I've talked about. The buy one, get one of the Giza Dream bed sheets at $29.98 for the pillow. Uh, the uh, 40% off the My Slippers. 
and the MyPillow mattress topper as well. 800-856-9340, 800-856-9340, or MyPillow.com, use the promo code Bruce. So Nicole Hannah-Jones is the uh, fictional fiction writer. She's the real fiction writer. She's a fiction writer, but she's real, unfortunately. I wish she were fiction, but she's real. She wrote the fictional 1619 Project for the New York Times, which was lampooned, lampooned by historians that America's founding was based on having slavery. That was what we were founded for. Not for religious liberty. Not for freedom from the Church of England. No, 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 no. Not for, you know, the Boston Tea Party and all the principles ingrained in the Constitution. No, no, no. We were founded in 1619, not in 1776, because we wanted to have slavery. Moron. So the Pulitzer Prize Committee gave her an award, and it was... It was not for fiction, but her work was fiction. So she's parlayed this into being, you know, one of the woke champions out there. And you know what happens when you criticize her. She's African-American. You know what happens. So the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill decides to offer her a tenured position as their chair in race and investigative journalism. Now, keep in mind, her journalism has been debunked, mocked, ridiculed. So they're going to, she's never taught there, okay? Typically, you teach a while, prove yourself, get, you know, research published, distinguish yourself, then you get tenure. Oh, but not Nicole Hannah-Jones. I mean, she's walking like, come on, you're going to give me tenure. So they start to give her tenure, and people protested. She's not qualified for the position you're giving her. And why are you giving her tenure for? So then they were going to give her a five-year contract. Well, then she was like, oh, I'm so put upon. Like, I was totally racist for you to just give me a five-year contract. Come on. Now they've caved. And they have decided to offer her a tenured position. And now she's not sure she wants to take it. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, this is such a joke. Such a joke. Okay, I got to get to this call. USA Today, national newspaper. Opinion column written by a person by the name of Ron, with two N's. Not pretentious. Ron Nozo. Well, that's appropriate because his column's a no-go. He is the chairman the CEO, excuse me, of the National Association of Secondary School Principals, okay? So he's all the school principals. He's the guy. I've heard many concerns regarding state legislatures deciding how individual schools teach students about race and racism in American history and train educators on diversity, equity, and inclusion. So he's talking about parents pushing back against critical race theory. The National Association of Secondary School Principals believes that those in the schools, educators and school leaders, should make curriculum and professional development decisions, not those in state or federal capital buildings. Listen to the pretentiousness in this. Teachers know a mix of students in a classroom, and principals know the mix of students in each grade, as well as the larger context, challenges, strengths, and demographics of the whole school. These things should be decided by and with the experts, teachers, and school leaders. 
as a national organization, we call on school leaders to embrace and advance racial justice and educational equity. Then listen to how he defines equity. Equity is a commitment to social justice, civil rights, and human connectedness. That's why in our racial justice and educational equity position statement, our organization highlights the critical role that principals and assistant principals play in creating culturally responsible and equitable learning environments for all students. Garbage. Garbage. Run for local school boards. All of you. All of you. Run. Get rid of these kinds of educators. You as parents, you as school board members, have oversight over the principals, superintendents, and teachers in your district. They work for you. You set the curriculum because you are elected and you know what the people in your district want their students taught. Get out there and run.